Hello everyone, welcome back to the It's Me For All Karmi podcast. It is approximately 9.30 and this is part two to the Evil, Toxic, or Both podcast. And this is a continuation to the Untold, to untold Stories of Adoption. Um, if you guys would like to, go ahead and look at my previous episode episode of Untold Stories of Adoption so that it doesn't look, so you kind of understand what I'm going about. So anyway, you guys, we continue into... So he's working yet. So Joseph, my um, my sibling, he's adoptive or well, ex-adoptive sibling. He's yelling all in my face like this. They're both at this point, both attacking me, yelling in my face. I cannot make this up. My best friend was there, um, and she's even commented on some of my videos sometimes. But um, so at this point, the homeowner, the person who we're renting the home from, she comes out and she sticks her head out because she knows me. And she goes, she's asked you to leave more than once. I'm tired of hearing her have to ask you to leave more than once. You are irate and you're screaming and you are and, and you need to go. Like you're 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 literally not acting okay right now. You need to go. This boy gonna try to really explain to her. It's because it's because she said, I don't care what it's for. She asked you to leave. Now leave before I call the cops. Mind you, the girlfriend's sitting in the car like a messy little fuck. Oh, we. She's just sitting in that car like that. To me, any girl watching this, watch out for a guy like that. That's a red flag. And watch out for a girl like that. Any girl that takes a man to abuse a woman is a low self-esteem type of freaking person who doesn't deserve respect herself neither. Is probably miserable. And she probably is only happy when she sees other people get treated like crap. Because this for her, you guys, was like giving her cake. This was like giving her, this is what she wanted. So I close, I, I kick him out. Like I shove him out my house and I close the door. And he's over here still trying to be irate with me. Y'all, I had a screen door made of metal. Don't ask me how. But I, the last thing I said to him was, if you don't get up away from my door, I'm going to kick my leg through this whole door just to kick you. And I did just that. I kicked my leg so hard through the metal thing, my leg went right through it and cut me deep in my leg where I was bleeding bad. And then the and then Jonathan tried to come and clean it up when after that had already happened, tried to, well, this happened because of you. You know, you should have. What the freak? Did y'all just hear this? Did y'all just hear what this this narcissistic person just said to me? Even my best friend was looking at him like, what are you talking about? So you're gonna just act like none of this just happened. Mind you, my adoptive mom is living in Fresno at this time, doesn't care what's going on. I tried to call her several times, even after that situation I told you where she just blatantly came at me like that. And and it's annoying because she loves to say she's never hit her kids, you've never cussed out your kids, you never did, you're a liar. You're a liar. You did, I don't know if you did it to them, you did it to me, okay? But, um, I was so hurt because he would torment me when he was there. He'd be like, oh, I'd be like, well, can you just call her so I can see she, she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want to talk. Imagine not having a mom and the only mom you have is using her kids to attack you and jump on you because she used to do that when we were younger. If she was mad at me, she would tell him, you can't talk to her. You can't talk to her. You can't talk to her. She would have them go in their room all day and not answer the door if it's me. If I knocked on the door, they'd be like, it's because mom said we can't talk to you. Why, what the f- Bro. Like, who does that? There was a time my adoptive sibling, my, my adoptive sister, 
she had a phone. This was when we were in high school. She had a phone. She wasn't allowed to have a phone because she was doing all types of rebellious shit. Running away, going to parties, doing fast ass shit. Mind you, I couldn't go out like that because I was always medicated, right? And my doctor's mom excuses to be like, it's because she's going through things and she needs to be able to feel free. Feel free? I'm not even allowed to go to the Chilla Vista Mama to go get an ice cream with my friends. And if anyone knows me in high school, I was a square. I was a square. For a long time, you would have thought my adoptive sister was older than me. I was a square. And I can't even go get ice cream. This girl going to parties. All types of parties. You get your ditches school. Dudes are coming up to me. Females are coming up to me and tell y'all, there was a whole physical fight that happened because of the stuff that her butt be doing. Like the girl was fighting for her type thing. And even though we was beefing at that time, I still had my I still had her back, you know what I'm saying? Because the girl tried to call for help. I'm like, I ain't gonna call for help. Anyway, we're not even gonna talk about that story, but I the point is, I was like, you treat them so differently than how you treat me. You have me on all these pills and medications, all these weird, weird circumstances because you want to say something's wrong with me, even though something's wrong with you. And you have a lot of trauma as an adult, a lot of repressed trauma as an adult that you need to take care of. Everybody that liked in that house that likes to say something's wrong with me, I've been in therapy since I was five years old and I'm still in therapy now. And I have seven businesses to my name. I'm 27 years old and I have seven businesses to my name. I don't tell anyone anything. You guys can sit there and think, cause one, you know, one of the things they like to call me is a moron and broke. Okay. 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 Rappers, everybody, you know, rappers love stay calling folk, stay calling people broke and they rap songs and be broke as hell them damn selves. So that should tell you a lot. Anybody that's happy and is not a moron and has it going like that, that's not broke. You're not gonna sit there and have the time to talk to anybody else like that. That's a poor people trait, okay? I don't, even at my lowest moments, I always looked at myself with, with, with like, I always looked at myself high because I know, I always knew my situation was gonna get better and I knew that that wasn't gonna be my final story. There was times where I had nowhere to sleep. I had, I didn't even know when was gonna be the next time I would eat. I wouldn't know anything like that because my adopted mom took it upon herself one time to kick me out literally at 19 years old. That story, let me get, let me, let me just, let me, let me get to that. Let me get to, let me, let me, okay. I'm gonna get to that other story real quick. I'm gonna tell you about this 19 year old story real quick. That time was the most horrible time. This was the time that Joseph and Jonathan, my siblings, like I was fighting a lot with my adoptive mom cause she was doing a lot of F up stuff. Like I'm telling y'all, you guys probably think it's not okay. But I'm sorry, I, I be 16 years old cussing her ass out because I I felt like the stuff she would say to me, like, oh, like if I die, I don't even turn, I'll turn my back to my grave. Or um, like you're, she always, always tell my husband, she always used to love to remind me that I'm not her daughter. So if you're not my mom and I'm not your daughter, I'm gonna cuss your ass out. Like, what do you mean? And the reason why she get cussed out is because like she would humiliate me. Like, she, like my adoptive siblings had would have family come over to see them. Mind y'all, I wouldn't, I hadn't seen my siblings since I was four years old. And every time I try to be in the mix and hang out with their siblings, she'd be like, "Those are not your siblings. Those are not your siblings. You can't call them sister. You can't call them brother. You look so stupid." Like when when the when when the meet time would be over that we all hung out with the, with their siblings, she'd be like, "You 
You look so dumb today calling their sister your sister. <laughs> you look, te miras tan mal. Te miras, te miras enferma. Que sister, que sister, que brother, que brother, te miras tan Like that's how she talked to me. Making me feel dumb because I'm trying to call the people my siblings and shit because I don't got mine. You ain't helping me find mine. I don't know what mine is at. You adopted me. Like, you adopted me. But Joseph and Jonathan were being so disrespectful at that time. Like, I, the day I got kicked out is the day that Jonathan called me the B word. He was 14 years old and he called me the B word. I was 19. Johnny was 14 and my other brother was 16. And he called me the B word. They always, I told y'all, do you guys hear how even living with me? So the, I'm, this goes to show you they've never had respect. Um, And their excuses would be, well, you were always fighting with the L. Yeah, I was always mopping your sister. The girl would try to gangbang and get them to gangbang. Come home bringing that mentality to the house. Trying to bring that mentality to me. Like, dude, no. And then I'm and then I'm fighting with, with um, my adopted mom. You know what I'm saying? Because of the F stuff she's doing. Like, no, y'all not. I don't care how y'all gonna put it. I don't care what their reasoning is for because there's absolutely no reason for it at all. No reason for it at all. But at uh, 14, yeah, he was calling me a B word and we got into this big old fight. Long story short, she kicked me out at 19, embarrassed me in front of the whole neighborhood and said, there's nothing to see here. Yeah, you guys know my daughter's suicidal. Yeah, my daughter's suicidal. She has problems, da 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 like. And I don't even have my biological parents to protect me from, from this. This is why you're supposed to take care of your kids. Look at my outcome. You see what I'm saying? Look at my outcome. I literally could turn to no one. Look at my outcome. And after she did that to me, y'all, um, I was homeless from 19 to 20. Wouldn't have my own place till I was about 21 years old. And while I was homeless, I would always come see my adoptive siblings. I would always come try to see them because the younger one, Jonathan, was always getting bullied. Like people would snatch his hearing aids out his ear, steal his money, all types of stuff. At the time I was living, if you know San Diego, you know what El Cajon is. I was coming all the way from El Cajon. Okay, put it to you guys like this. On the trolley and the bus, it takes two hours to get to where my adoptive mom used to live. I was going all the way from El Cajon, El Cajon to Chilla Vista. And if I didn't have money to see them, I would donate plasma, okay? I would donate plasma just to go see them. Like I think I was, I was homeless when I, I mean, when I went to go see um, theatricals, first theatrical dance performance. Like, bruh, I'm not mm -mm, like. So we gonna fast, we gonna, we gonna fast forward to the future. You're 20 years old now, and you're 21. Tall as hell, in my face, coming at me crazy. Everything I'm telling you guys is just coming into my memory like flashbacks. What they put me through. So, I, yeah, long story short. He, so, yeah, he's wiping my leg, trying to make me feel crazy like how they always did. And that's that one story, right? So, that's the story with theatrical because he always act confused as to why I cut his ass off. You know I cut your ass off. You know I cut your ass off. And then he was the one who had the nerve to tell me when I'm of the story I'm about to tell y'all now. Why are you going on YouTube? To, I can go on YouTube and do a story time and talk about anything because none of y'all have my back. None of y'all defending me. 
and left me out in the cold. So anyway, back to the Michelle. I have to tell you guys that story to explain to you why I don't like the girlfriend. So, so um, get to that. So she looks at me all weird. I already told you guys, I'm already to the point where I come outside. He already, my breath, Joseph got me outside. I was supposed to get in the car to go to Walmart. Oh, mind you guys, that's another thing. I, I, I didn't want to, at first, they kept trying to get me to hang out and I didn't want to hang out because I was tired. I had to clean up the apartment and also I didn't have a car seat. My brother Jonathan, my doctor brother Jonathan had the car seat and he had gone to San Diego. So I didn't have any, any car seat. Oh, we'll take you back. Oh, uh. Um, she, the girlfriend was like, oh, Joseph says he'll buy you one and, and, um, and stuff like that. I said, well, I don't have the money to pay that back. Um, and then and then that's when he was like, oh, well, he was, um, you know, he wasn't going to get the, you know, he got me like I picked up like a $15 one because he was just saying you have the money pay me back. Like, bro, I don't I don't like that stuff with y'all because you guys act weird over money. So we go. So again. After we agree to meet up, they come pick me up again. I'm walking to the car. I see her. I don't know why her stupid ass got out the car, but she got out the car to just stare at me and went and went to go sit down. Didn't say hi to my son and didn't say hi to me. So like, what is wrong with you? Mind y'all, they had just came out the summer before and everything was good. So, and even though she did all that to me, I took my time to get to know her. I treated her really good. She would call, I would call her at two, three o'clock in the morning because she's crying to me about my, how she gets treated because I'm telling you, my brother treats people horribly. Like, come on now. And not physical, but verbally and how you treat people, it's disgusting. And she's, she deserves it. They deserve each other because she's just as horrible. Um, so she just stares at me, gets in the car. We drive to Walmart to go get the car seat. We park in the parking lot. And I, at this time, COVID was just happening, so I didn't know we really needed a mask already like that yet. So he turns around, he's like, you don't have a mask? And I'm like, no, like, I didn't know we needed one yet. So he turns to her and he looks at her and he's like, hey, can I give her a mask? She makes a face like hella irritated. So Joseph didn't care about that because at the time, I'm telling y'all, we did grow up kind of strong. So he didn't care about that. He took the shirt off his back to wrap it around my son's mouth so that my, my son could have a mask. And then he took that mask that she didn't want to give me and he gave it to me anyway. Cause he's like, dude, I'll just buy you a new one. It's not that serious. So we go inside the Walmart. We go to the car seats. I pick a $15 booster seat because I know my son is tall and he doesn't, you know what I'm saying? She's like, oh, it's not that one. I'm like, I'm the mom. I do my research. My son in the state of California, you are able to be in a booster seat if you're um, if you're already like a, I want to say um, I want to say mm, about like three feet tall because my son is pretty tall, y'all. My son at the time, my son was three. Yep, my son was three. So at, even though he was three, my son came up to me like around by here. And the booster seat, there's nothing wrong with the booster seat because all the booster seat is going to do when you sit on the booster seat, you're going to still be strapped in. Um, and I also knew all the other car seats were like super duper expensive. Anyway, I'm the mom I know. So she starts trying to argue with me. Mind y'all, she doesn't care for my son. You don't like my son. You don't even like me. So shut the fuck up. Um, she gets an attitude. She goes, fine. Like she literally gets an attitude and like, walks off and my Joseph's watching all this. So I don't know why he's acting blind. It's like the girl don't look at me like I'm his sister because we're adopted and I didn't care about that. 
Um, so, because I'm telling y'all, there was there was a there was a time the last Christmas we spent together. My husband was at work. My mom, my doctor mom was saying she didn't know how long she had to be with us and this and that. And how long she was gonna live? She gonna start crying. So me, so my brother started holding her, and then I didn't want to hold him because the way she was looking, she looking at me like, "Are you better not hold my man?" Like the girl was weird. So I didn't want to hold my mom. So my brother, Joseph, snatched me up anyway. Like, cause you guys don't understand, butter and I. How I used to be with my adoptive siblings, we take naps together. I mean, we used to have slumber sleeps together. It'd be me, my sister, my brothers, we all in one room huddled up watching movies, late as heck, eating candy. You know what I'm saying? Watching back-to-back -back movies on sci-fi, Harry Potter reruns, all types of stuff. Like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Like, at one point in time, we did have, like, a really fun relationship. Our music, our albums, everything we used to do together. And it... And it you know, even my husband's seen it, and he don't even trip because they're the type of people, they're the type of siblings like like Johnny, for example. They they hug me. They, how do you say a papachad? Like no a lot. Like we like to freaking oh, like we'll hold each other, we'll lay with each other. That's how we were. That's how we used to be. My, you know what I'm saying? And life got in the way. And I'm being a grown enough adult because they can sit there and bring up negative memories all they want. I'm going to tell y'all the good ones. I'm going to tell y'all the good ones every time. Because if I just focus on the bad, I'm going to go crazy. Right? So, so that happens. We get back in the car. We drive to my adoptive mom's house. They make this agua chile. And then um, they're, they're eating and stuff. And I asked my brother, can I save a plate for my husband? He goes, tell that nigga to get a, fix himself a plate. Mind you, we were all just good. So I start feeling uncomfortable. I start feeling the energy and I already wanted to go home because it, start feeling, it started feeling hella negative already. And his girl, um, she, she's eating the agua chile. My guy, she has her whole arm around the freaking agua chile bowl eating it like just to be spiteful in Spanish, that's called being a mula. A mula in Spanish is somebody who like, they know they can act right, but they're just being a jerk for no reason. Like you're being petty. A mula is another word for being petty. So she had her arm all around the freaking agua chile bowl, just eating it. And um, she's like, oh, well, I don't think there's gonna even be enough. Like being, being weird, being weird, y'all. Just being weird. And I stare at them. And I don't say anything. So I look at my adoptive mom and I start trying to talk to her because I was going through a situation at the time with my um, husband's mom, who's also somebody who at the time had a very big problem being saying colorist stuff. Colorist. Come on, why y'all gotta be colors? When I say colors, like, oh, you know, um, like saying, oh, you know, my, you know, my husband would never love black, my, um, black people. My husband would never like black people. Or, you know, um, when you guys have your kid, your son's not going to have to go through a problem combing his hair because he has, he has this texture. He has that. My husband's light-skinned. So they look at my husband. Oh, he's only going to look like you. He's only going to look like you. Like a whole bunch of racial shit because, yes, my, 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 my son and my husband are biracial. I'm biracial myself. But obviously, y'all not going to assume that because of my skin color. But that's another nut to crack later. Um, so... I'm trying to look at my adoptive mom and I'm trying to talk to her and I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to treat you like a mother because I don't got mine, you know what I'm saying? And 
they're sitting there amongst each other on the side and they're laughing and they're cut, they're talking over me and they're laughing and it's mainly her. It's mainly her because this, because Joseph was for a little bit, in my opinion, I thought he was trying to listen, but she kept talking to him and talking to him in his ear all in front of my face, y'all. He then brings out this diamond, whatever, whatever necklace he got for my adoptive mom. She makes a face because she's like, I didn't know you got that for her. I'm looking at her line. Then my adoptive mom, um, as, we're, as we're eating, I noticed that she has big, big old chicharrones on the table, chicharrones like pork rind. I'm like, oh, you gonna make, oh, you gonna make chicharrones and salsa verde? Because that's my favorite meal. My favorite plate is chicharrones and salsa verde. I love chicharrones and salsa verde. And the girl, his girlfriend was just looking at me because this girl's one of those ignorant people who assume because of the color of my skin that I don't know anything about the culture, which by the way, you guys, again, I've done my ancestry DNA result and come to find out I'm literally freaking Mexican. I'm one of the rarest African, Afro-Mexicans you'll ever meet. I'm literally an Afro-Michoacana. My mother's, uh, my adopted mother's parents were from Michoacan. And I felt out of place all my life. Come to find out, I'm really from Michoacan. Everybody used to call me chinky eye and everybody used to say, you know, I had certain features and stuff like that. And I never wanted to embrace it because um, when you see an African-American person, it's not really, we, we, we normally, if we try to claim anything else, they're gonna look like we don't wanna be our race. But no, I'm Northern Filipino, Filipina. My DNA's results show that I'm Nigerian, I'm Ghanaian. Um, a bunch of my percentage is indigenous, and when you click the indigenous, come to find out, girl, Native American, you Puerto Rican, you're Dominican, you're Trinidadian, Tri Tobago Trinidad to be exact. And people probably say, oh, because it says it's telling you the regions where your family is from. When the, when the Africans got enslaved and brought all over the world, what do you think happened? What do you think happened? A lot of my ancestors who were also revolutionaries, a lot of my ancestors ran away to Brazil. A lot of my ancestors ran away to the Dominican Republic, the South side. A lot of my ancestors ran away to the Northern Philippines, North Korea, South Korea, Japan, Norway, Ireland. My tribe is the Bantu. You know, all these places that people really claim that I'm just trying to act like I'm from. Why do I need to act like anything when facts show that almost all races come from us? What the fuck do I need to copy you for? If anything, the stereotypes y'all do be us. Everybody say the N-word now. And don't even be in the... And you ask the person why, like Cardi B, you, the Cardi B I can't really include her because I feel like she has African heritage. If you have African heritage, I can't really say too much to you, but, and it's different if you have African heritage in you and you don't claim being melanated though. I can't, those are the people that get on my nerves. And then when you get canceled, you want to claim it. You knew, so okay, so you knew you was melanated this whole time. Why you didn't claim it before? Because I'm telling you guys, from the 1990s all the way to the 2000s, it wasn't cool to embrace being melanated. Instead of saying black, call me melanated or call me, or call me a person of color. Because it's so sad that you can't just call me by my name. If you cannot call me by my name, just say person of color. And it sucks that you keep saying, Af okay, African-American means you were born in this country. 
Like for example, what they did to Emmett Till, a 14 year old boy whom over a dozen people beat to death. His nose was missing, his eye was out. He had been beaten and tortured. People had heard his screams in a barn. What I'm telling you guys is nowhere compared to the, to the picture or the story because I bawled. These men came inside his house and took him from his parents because he whistled. Because he whistled in Mississippi, he whistled at, at a woman. And the woman was in the car. The woman he whistled that was in the car and she drove and accompanied them when this happened. And they tried to go later on and like go freaking interview her and she sent her son outside. That's what you call being a scary narcissist. You know what you did. You just don't want to tell us what you did to that boy. And she deserves everything coming to her in life and after death. All of y'all who had a part in that killing of that young boy, his spirit keep coming down. He want everybody to know what's going on. And if I could use my platform a little bit right now and my life to, to talk about what happened to Emmett Till and many other people of color who had to suffer at the hands of the ignorance. Breonna Taylor, beyond Breonna Taylor. Beyond Breonna Taylor, they killed her and she was sleeping. That's why I get irritated when I see people, yo, Black Lives Matter and y'all are the main people with the races. Like my, my adoptive sibling and this girl be trying to yell Black Lives Matter. And it's like, do you, if I, I'm, I'm exposing it now. That's not how they feel because look at what they put me through. So anyway, fast forward to them doing all that weird stuff because I felt the energy was weird. I look at him and I say, can you take me home now? Do you hear how rude they've been? Would you want to stay? No, take me home now, please. We had an agreement, we said whatever. My husband at this time literally has to go back to work. Since you guys don't want to give a little bit of the food, that's fine. I'm gonna go, I need to go home early and cook him some food then. Like, what do you mean? I'm a wife. You guys are on vacation, I'm not on vacation. I am not on vacation, you feel me? So, after, mind you, my brother, my adopted brother Joseph, for some reason, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. I think he's intimidated of my husband because my husband is fine. But he gets so intimidated because he kept bringing my husband up for everything, bro. Okay, so fast forward, once I felt it was uncomfortable and I was like, here a minute, y'all. I was like, okay, I wanna go home, whatever. Cause in my dream before I said I wanna go home, this his girlfriend starts being petty. After all this happens, this girl rises up from the table and go try to lay down to go act like she fell asleep. Cause she she's the one who was driving and it was her car. She didn't want to take me back. I already knew. Mind y'all, the only reason why I agreed to hang out is cause she said we was gonna talk about, you know, we was gonna have girl time, we were gonna have wine. She is the one who said we're gonna have all this girly stuff. She even said she got me a little lip gloss. Like, I thought we were cool. When we drove back the last time from them coming out, we, we went to San Francisco. We were singing in the car together. All types of stuff. I'm confused. I'm literally confused. And the last time we talked before we got into it, I said, listen, I will never have a problem with you as long as you never come between me and my siblings. Right? So she goes to lay down. I look at Joseph and I go and I go to my doctor mom and say, Mom, I already know what's going on. Can you please tell him I, I would like to go home? No, I don't want to bother them. Okay. So I go, I tell Joseph, I say, hey, can you take me home now? Before y'all get to go to sleep and stuff, can you take me home now? Because we agreed to this 
and you don't want to share no food. You know, I can't even make my husband a plate because how y'all are tripping. Can you just take me home? What the fuck? Why do I gotta take you home? Why don't you get an Uber? Da -da 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 -da. Why don't you get some money? Da -da. Mind y'all, like, do you guys just hear all the nice things I said that would lead me to believe that everything was gonna be fine? Like, what the hell? Mind you, after I forgave you for coming in my house and doing all that to me. I'm like, what the heck? So he starts yelling. Mind you guys, he was yelling for like 40. No, he was yelling for like an hour. He was yelling for like an hour because I'm looking at my adoptive mom the whole time because everybody likes to make me look like I'm that crazy one. Because he's yelling at me, like literally yelling at me. And I'm telling him calmly, Joseph, I don't want to fight with you. I love you. Like, I would give my life for you. Well, fuck your heart. Fuck, um, fuck what you would do for me. I don't care. So why are you going to lie? So you didn't even really want to come see us? What? Where is this coming from? Because his problem, he was saying that I lied about not wanting to come see them. Why would I lie about not wanting to come see y'all? just been sitting here for an hour. Like, what are you talking about? Mind you guys, all this, my makeup and my stuff is still in her car. So he's yelling and arguing and yelling all this weird shit to me, yelling like you're just you you didn't really want to see us for real. You I don't know who she is, but you I'll always love to see you. You are my brother. I love you. I, I what the heck? So he he stops yelling and my son at this time, because again he loves doing these episodes in front of my son. My son at the time was three years old this time. Again, where's my husband? at work because you won't do this stupid shit if my husband's there so my husband my son drops these cards on the floor again joseph rises to help me pick up the cards off the floor that that my son threw all over the floor she has this look on her face the girlfriend you know what she does y'all she literally looks at him whispers in his ear they go to the car again my makeup and my stuff was in that car they come back with pillows and blankets and she goes and locks herself in Jonathan's room because he's in San Diego, but they're going to lock themselves in there for 45 minutes. Like, walk right past me. So, I start... At this point, my adoptive mom offers to bring, uh, um, uh, call me an Uber. She called two Ubers, two different taxis. He was yelling at me during all of those. And at the place in Fresno that we were staying at, it's a hood right there. And taxis and Uber people not gonna wanna sit too long right there because they know if you sit there too long, bullet, sh bu bu bullet shots gonna come out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, so they kept leaving. So I go, the, the, the last Uber the last uh, Uber that's on its way, I start banging the door because I realize my makeup's in the car. So I start knocking the door to act like they don't hear me. I bang the door because I know they're up, I heard them. So I bang the door. My doctor mom comes around and I'm like, dude, this is your house. Like you, you've never let them do anything like I, you've never let me do anything like this to them. Please tell her to give me my stuff. I don't want to bother them. This is the second time she said that stupid shit. So I get in the car, in the Uber. I go home. Joseph's already messaging my husband, lying, saying that I that I got in his face and that I got like this and like that. Again, you guys just heard this whole story. This is part two. This is part two. So. I call him because I'm the one reading the messages. I'm looking at the line. I call him. I start yelling at him, going off. He block, He he calls himself uh, blocking my husband because he know my husband's hearing all this because he's seen. I came home crying. I came home crying. And then I try to call my doctor and be like, Ma, could you at least get my makeup? 
don't see because I'm sick and I don't feel good. Mind y'all, they came and did this May 14th on a Thursday. It's Friday now. I call my adoptive mom Friday. Mom, can you tell them to give me my makeup? I can try, but I don't know because I don't feel good. The third day comes. This is Saturday. I rummage up enough money to go get over there because a bed had got set to my son. So I was going to go. My, again, you guys, I had just moved into this place. So a bed, I went to go pick up my, son, my, uh, my son's bed. And the taxi guy even witnessed it because he felt so bad for me. Um, I went and said, Mom, they're up. They're in the shower. Can, I'll wait right here real quick. Can you tell her to give me my makeup? Because I got stuff to do. And you know, at this time, I'm recording my YouTube videos. Um, one of the examples of that video that you guys can see, I have a, a deep wave video where I'm making it. It's like a little uh, deep wave curly bob. If you guys go to my early videos, you can see my makeup. I was doing it with like the back of a comb. I was doing my eyebrows with the back of a comb. Um, I was... Well, obviously, you can always use your hands for makeup, but I was using, you know, all the stuff that they had trashed. Um, but anyway, it turns to Saturday. I'm like, okay, boom. So, you know, so I'm waiting right here. I'm like, can you just go tell them? She's like, again, y'all, I think it's the fourth time now. They're in the shower. I don't want to disturb them. You're my mom. You're supposed to be my mom. Okay. So the taxi guys even looking like, damn, like that's that's effed up. Like, why you can't just go? Why can't the girl? Why did, why won't the girl just come outside and give you your stuff? Because we, you can see, I'm not exaggerating, you guys. It's Sunday. Sunday comes, mind you, they've been here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday comes. Sunday comes, and I'm like, okay, can you tell them to give me my shit now? Like, come on, like, it's been this long now. She goes, this time she goes, they're not here. Hold on, guys, let me do that one exaggerating that shit. What do you mean they're not here? She goes, they drove an hour away to San Jose. They're not here. I don't give a fuck where these, these motherfucking lovebirds went. Where's my shit? You feel me? Where's my stuff? She's all like, well, Michelle, the girlfriend, Michelle says she doesn't know where your makeup is. Girl, you know where my makeup is. It's in the car. How are you sitting here telling me both of y'all, she lied to you in your face. I'm your daughter. She lied to you in your face four different times saying she didn't know where my makeup was. It was in the car. Those four days that they were with you, you how come she never thought to just put my stuff on the table if she's a good person? If that was me and I see the girl don't fuck with me, I'm going to take the makeup bag and I'm going to put it on top of the table. Whatever to not be a part of the drama. But bitch, you like the drama. You must like drama because you did that to me. That means you loved every single thing what happened to me. Mind y'all, I cussed my brother out. And she made me mad because she got involved because I was getting off on her too. She was all like, I'm like, girl, I was good to you. I fucked with you. I liked you because come to find out, my brother had been told her to just take me home. All that time in that room, he had been told her to just simply please take me home. And she chose, she said, well, I, he told me to take you home, but I wanted to be on his side. I felt like he needed me. Bitch, you're messy. You're evil and you're messy. And because of you, I have not spoke to my siblings in almost, it's going to be two years now. This year, because I'm never planning to speak to them again. After what I'm about to tell y'all. So the worst of it happens because she had the nerve. Well, it doesn't look like you're lying because it looks like you said it looked like you didn't want to hang out with us or see us. 
Who are you? You are not my sister. You're nothing to me. You're, you're literally, you're a C-U-M bucket to, for my brother. You're nothing to me. You're somebody that could be here today and gone tomorrow, baby girl. Wake up. Wake up. Sooner or later, people are going to square over their differences and get along. That's what happens with siblings, and I warned her. I warned you. Because they watch my channel, y'all. That's why I'm talking specifically. I found out my adopted mom. Everybody be watching my channel. Don't F with me. Don't listen to me. Don't support my channel, nothing. But y'all be watching it because you told me y'all be watching it. But, uh, and I watch my subscribers drop down because they had been subscribed to my channel for a little bit. So I know, I can tell when it's them watching, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, who are you? Girl, who are you? So that they, that's why he, he took it upon himself because he said, he, um, let me get to it. So once I said, where's my stuff? And she said, they drove off. I, that's when we started getting into it. I started messaging him. He said, I, tra I threw away your shit. I trashed you. They drove an hour away from Fresno to San Jose and trashed my makeup. You were so angry. You felt like you were so mad. Like you felt like I did you so dirty that you had to trash all my makeup. Mind you guys, I had my first vanity mirror. You guys can see on some of my YouTube videos for like my love me hair video. Watch me install my love me hair video. Um, that video has like 262 views. That's the day that that happened, which is crazy. Well, no, that's not the day that it happened, but I'm saying if you guys look at the stuff how I was using the mirror, all the equipment I was using, that's the, that's the stuff that they trashed. So, and I say they, cause again, this bitch is always the driver. She's always the driver. So she drove him, they trashed my stuff, keep it, whatever you did. The point is the police said it's technically theft because they never gave it back, right? Cause yes, I did go that far to press charges. And I'm still, um, you know, carefully looking up my uh, legal matters, how I'm going to go about this, right? So, um, how do I say? Um, so that happens. He tells me he trashed. He admits that he trashed my belongings. He admits whatever the heck. We argue bad. I somehow thought my adoptive sister would have my back. And she didn't. You know, uh, she was like talking crazy to me too, talking wet to me too. You feel me? And mind you, me and her got into it because I'll get so irritated every time my husband on FaceTime. She always want to see my husband on FaceTime. I'm like, this girl, for three years, the first time she met my husband, oh, can I touch your hair? Or this, or that, or this, or that. Like, she's over here grabbing, she had grabbed the phone. First time she met my husband, said, I know I look like this after work, but you should see what I look like with makeup on. Like, bitch, you're weird. She always made weird ass comments like that for the past three years that I have been married to my husband. One day I told her her comments make me uncomfortable. She said, then you can forget about me being your sister. Like, that's why all the history we had as siblings because of that. I would never look at your husband. I would never freaking, I would never say half the shit that she, that you've done. I would never. Mind you, I knew her husband since high school. He barely even knew me like that. Because they were together for, when this happened, they had already been together for like five, six years. He still doesn't know anything about me. That's how much I never talk to you. And I respect your marriage and what y'all got going on. Y'all got three kids together. Like, I would never do that. I'm not like that. I've always prided myself on never being that woman to put a woman through the pain that I've been through. Because I've been lied on before. I've been cheated on before. 
She's been lied on before. She's been cheated on before. A bunch of times. Back to back to back. The dude you're with. Back to back to back to back to back infidelities. Then you cheating back and forth with, with each other. So that's why I said, just because your shit ain't right, why are you coming over here and tearing what I got going on now? So she didn't like it, the fact that you could think that what I got going on. I'm a, well, girl, do you hear the comments that you keep saying? Bitch, you be blocking people that say anything about your husband. So what? I'm like, you knew the comments for three years. So fast forward, when I'm thinking she's going to defend me, wrong. She's just saying, like, uh, calling me a moron and saying I'm probably broke because I buy weave, which is very colorist and racist, and I see that's how you feel, but that's fine. Then say, oh, well, maybe if this person um, had sex with your husband, maybe I should too. Like, just saying a whole bunch of, like, and mind you, my adoptive siblings and even my adoptive mom all called me insecure and all said I was delusional because they said she would never make no comments like that. That, that I'm just being jealous and weird. Do you hear what you said in your final moment of anger? I love God and, and I love how God works because he exposes things. And in that moment, and it's on the messenger, she said it for everybody to see. Mind you, now when you're married with the dude that you're with, you're married with them, you claim you love God, you claim to be this God-fearing person, you're horrible. You are freaking horrible. All of you are horrible. And y'all all deserve each other. You're disgusting for what y'all did to me. Good memories here and there, cool. But what y'all did to me is foul as fuck. And no, I'm not over it. I'll never be over it. One of the things my adoptive sister said was you're really going over, going to the ends of the earth over makeup. This girl knows it's fucked up what the girl did to me. She knows it is, but she's so focused on trying to make me hurt and be spiteful. She's saying this stuff that she said, y'all, she said she wouldn't even piss on me if I was on fire. Over some shit she didn't say. You feel me? And I'm nice and I have podca podcast episodes bringing up nice memories and shit of them. This happened May 14th, 2020. It's 2021. It's already 2022. Yep, I haven't spoke to them in like a year and a half. After everything was said and done, I messaged them here and there on their Instagrams and stuff and let them know, hey, I forgive y'all for what you did. You know, I'm going to always love you guys. You're going to always be my siblings. And I mean that. I'm going to always love y'all. I'm going to talk my shit because I'm mad and I'm telling a story. But I'm going to always love y'all. I'm going to always love y'all. No one can ever take away the memories from here or from here. I'm always love y'all. I will always love you guys. Always. And you guys can enjoy this girl that you allowed to come in and dismantle all that. You will never, ever get to talk to me again. You're going to see me right here where everybody else is seeing me right now on YouTube. You're going to hear me where everybody else is hearing me right now on my podcast. You will never get to hug me. You'll never get to talk to me on no phone. You'll never get to see my son. You don't ever get to see my husband. You don't ever get to have any type of relationship with me. And that goes for my adoptive mom too. Because everybody had a part in it. No one helped me. My The one younger sibling I thought would have my back, Michelle would never do that. Michelle would never do that. Yelling at me before I even got the story and my husband had to tell him to calm that shit down and let me explain because I'm not lying. Because he got tired of that shit. At first, my husband's like, okay, I'm not going to get in it. I'm not going to get in it. You know, these are siblings. But once he st once it start getting like that, come on now. Come on now. 
my biological siblings, they don't get involved because my biological siblings are not internet people. You feel what I'm saying? And then they had other siblings biological that I thought that loved me and protected me. Her si their si they have this older sister that's a National Guard. So girl, you supposed to represent America, United States. You supposed to protect for real. You know what she said when I try to call her to explain what happened? Well, I mean, if that, I would have been upset too if I went out my way. And da, 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 da. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So you telling me I deserve, like you, you're taking their side. Cause she's saying, I would have been upset too if I went out my way to see somebody and they didn't want to see me. You're So you're going to believe they're like, what? And then when they were angry, they told me that she said that I cried to her about my makeup and that she doesn't give it. So girl, fuck you too. You don't deserve to be National Guard. You're weird. Y'all, if you don't listen, if you're going to do anything in the field that involves protecting people, pre protecting people's lives, serving people, helping people, if you do any type of field like that and you're, you are mean and you got any type of wicked evil in you, in your body, please don't join. Just don't do it. Leave it alone.